The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Today, right now, the time is 106. Folks, it's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website petro.com on this a little bit of a rainy thursday we could use the rain good day to get organized thursday september 10th of course tomorrow folks the anniversary of 9 11 we will uh, be touching on that but this portion of the program is much by it's my health listen stop in and see marie and her terrific staff have you stopped in yet to it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland you can call her at 305-3585 i bet you've driven past that old white church and you never stopped in. Well, you're cheating yourself. And that is your new assignment. Stop in and see Marie. It's my health. Vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies to understand quality and integrity. Local products like the incredible Akai Berry. Have you tried the Akai Berry yet? Akai Berry, you can buy it right there at It's My Health in Cumberland. You can also pick it up at Dave's in East Greenwich. Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E. R-R-I, Akai Berry. Marie sells it, and it's my health. She is so knowledgeable. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. Maybe you're having trouble sleeping. Stop in, folks, and see Marie at It's My Health in Cumberland. Just pop in. Poke around a little bit. You know, what I like is, I want you to, what I really admire about Marie, folks, you need to support a company, a, a store like It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Because, listen, if you try to buy some of that stuff online, it takes so much longer. And you don't even know where the company is. And you don't know what could be on the packaging. It's so much easier and faster if you just pop in and support a local business owner like my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Mended Road in Cumberland. I'll tell you, those hemp and CBD products, Marie is so knowledgeable. I call her Dr. Marie. She will help you whether you're having problems with sleeping or maybe you have an ache and pain. Stop in, talk to Marie. And while you're there, by the way, I mean, it's a full collaborative. It's my health in Cumberland. You also have Lisa Wood, who's the reflexologist. She'll talk about what she does, which is just incredible. And then you have Lizzie Choquette. The massage therapist. How about that? When's the last time you had a massage? A lot of people maybe get them, go away somewhere on a cruise or in the summertime on vacation. Well, massage therapy. Listen, everybody is stressed out with the pandemic, the unrest, even the presidential election. Folks, stop off and see them. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland or call her at 305-3585. 305-3585. It's my health in Cumberland. Well, folks, right now, it's nine minutes, nine minutes past one on this uh, Thursday. Uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We started at 11. If you missed it earlier, we had on Education Commissioner uh, Ann Angelica and Fonte Green, who's just terrific. And back to school is Monday. If you're listening right now, you have to know where to direct anger or where to direct if you just disagree with something. You know, if your children or grandchildren are not going back for in-person, then you need to contact your school committee or the principal or the superintendent and demand that they go back. On my Facebook page, which is John DePietro Show on Facebook, I posted Bishop Hendrickon, my alma mater. They're in week two of being back in person. And how pathetic is it that the Warwick schools are not even attempting to go back in person. Not even trying. Not even the little kids. Some of them are small schools in Warwick that could. And with, you know, the same business. You also have to understand the politics of this whole thing. Warwick is the same teachers union as Providence, is the same teachers union as Cranston, is the same teachers union as... Winsocket, which also, by the way, you remember back in the spring, that re- that atrocious Winsocket teacher 
that put out on social media. I hope if someone has COVID, they cough on President Trump. Now, that's a teacher in the classroom. I'm going to tell you about another teacher. But I want to point out Channel 12, Rhode Island Catholic School, second week in-person learning. So far, so good. It can be done. Of course it can be done. I mean, that is just so pathetic that they're not even trying. They're not even trying. How do you not even try? Children belong back in the classroom. The virus is under 1%. Bishop Hendrickson, officials of Bishop Hendrickson, they're thrilled to be back in the middle of a two-week staggered start before full school days resume on Monday. So right now, you know, there are some students that are doing virtual learning, so not everyone's coming back, but they're making it happen. And for those that do want to come back, they're doing it. So, folks, there has to be that type of attitude. Now, I want to tell you about someone else, and this is an absolute disgrace. Now, I just, during the news, checked, and I received a message from someone that was talking about the URI story where they're taking down that World War II mural. And the woman, uh, I won't say her name, but she she sent me a message and said, boy, we really got to take it to Gina. And I said, hold on a minute. Governor Raimondo has nothing to do with that. Take it up with the people at URI. You contact URI. If someone's taking down a mural at URI because they feel it lacks diversity, I, I, folks, I, I want to. I don't discourage people from taking action on things. I'd like to direct you though where it's going to make a difference. <coughs> the governor's got enough on her plate. What do you, What do you mean going after the governor? Go after the source. You know, the same, point, same thing with, you know, some of you that contact me and say, John DePietro, can you ask the governor my, my school district is, no. Ready? Here's my answer. N-O. Call your school committee. School, I, I'll say to them, show me the, send me the email that you sent to the superintendent. Oh, I didn't contact my superintendent. Well, why not? Show me, send me the email. Let me see the email that you sent to your school committee upset that the kids are not going back in person. Oh, I didn't. Well, then do that. What do you mean, can't ask the governor? Why? If you're not willing to at least do that, you start there. Make the principal answer you. Make the superintendent answer you. Put those school committee people on the spot. What are you pushing it off to Raimondo for? Come on, get in, get, get in the game. And as far I agree that World War II murals shouldn't go down at URI. Contact URI. Contact the people in the story that want to bring it down. Contact the president of URI. Contact the dean of URI. Contact the head of that department of URI. We got to put the pressure on Gina. Like, what are you talking about? No, we don't have to put the pressure on Gina. But I'll tell you this other story about URI. Now, I do have this posted. And Jonathan Turley is a legal scholar. And uh, I did find this on Twitter. This is on his website, jonathanturley.org. Listen to this. I see nothing wrong with it. Rhode Island professor defends murder of the Trump protester in Portland. And he writes, most human beings were disgusted by the murder of Aaron J. Danielson. Now, that was the Trump supporter murdered in Portland a week ago Saturday. However, University of Rhode Island professor Eric Loomis is not among them. He defended the killing by that nut. Michael Raynall, an Antifa member who appears to have stalked Danielson before gunning him down. Now, Loomis insisted any problem in gunning down the Trump supporter was tactical, not moral. Now, Jonathan Turley writes, I testified in the Senate about the erosion of free speech and rise of violence on our campuses and our streets. Antifa-related groups, they've succeeded in advancing anti-free speech agendas. As students and faculty justify attacks on those with opposing views. You know, Justin Katz, who we talked to with This Week in Politics, talks about this. Loomis has long espoused extremist views and violent language. He also called for NRA executive Wayne Lapierre's, quote, head on a stick. In his latest post, Loomis appears to justify the murdering of those who hold opposing views. Folks, the guy is a professor at URI. He adopts the rhetoric used by Antifa extremists. 
and labeling those on the other side of protests as fascists and then justifies any means to resist them, including apparently murder. While Loomis does not call it murder, he dismisses the killing because it involves someone he classified, quote, as a fascist. In a blog post titled, Why Was Michael Raynal Killed? Loomis is outraged. Not that Raynal, he's the Antifa guy, that nut that did the interview with Vice. Not that he killed the Trump supporter, but that the police killed him. Police say he pulled a gun when they were trying to arrest him. Loomis insisted, now that's a murder. Michael Raynal is the guy who killed the fascists in Portland last week. Really a Trump supporter. He admitted it. He was scared the cops would kill him. Well, now the cops have killed him. This is the Professor Loomis of URI, folks. I'm extremely anti-conspiracy theory, but it's not a conspiracy theory at this point in time to wonder if the cops simply murdered him. The police shot through with fascists from stem to stem. They were openly working with the fascists in Portland, as they were in Wisconsin, which led to dead protesters. Loomis seems more concerned he may be espousing a conspiracy theory than justification for murder. In responding to a comment that Eric, he shot and killed a guy, Loomis responded, he killed a fascist. I see nothing wrong with it, not from a moral perspective. He then added, tactically, that's a different story, but you could say the same thing about John Brown. Turley writes, so it's merely a tactical, not a moral question to stalk and murder someone with opposing views. Loomis has repeatedly referenced John Brown. Brown was not just responsible for the raid on Harper Ferry, but the massacre that helped trigger the period called Bleeding Kansas involved the hacking to death of five unarmed settlers viewed as pro-slavery. The most Loomis conceded is that the problem with violence is that it usually, though not always, is a bad idea. That I agree with. Yet then he added... Sometimes violence is necessary. This guy's a professor at URI. Violence is necessary to avoid greater physical harm, self-defense, or defeat a little army of fascists who are trying to kill people. But ideologically, I think the idea that violence is good if it's against our political enemies is a core part of fascism. So the ideological opposition to the idea should be its opposite. Violence as a general rule is bad. Unless the specific context of the situation requires a violent response. The specific context of Portland is that Danielson was a Trump supporter advocating his own views, just as protesters from Black Lives Matter has been doing. He was stalked and murdered, which Professor Loomis from URI finds perfectly moral. His rhetoric and views are similar to those in the Bible of the Antifa moment, a movement. Rutgers professor Mark Prey Antifa, the anti-fascist handbook. And then Turley says, as I stated in my Senate testimony, Antifa bears strong resemblance to groups that emerged during earlier periods of attacks on free speech. Simply replacing anti-communism with anti-fascism does not change the anti-free speech purpose of these movements. Their goal is to justify any means to achieve them. Antifa's Rejection of opposing views is the view of the anti-communists during the Red Scare. Antifa followers refuse to recognize the views of opponents as legitimate or difference of opinion. Their goal is not coexistence, but to end their politics. Bray and other academics are liberating students from the confines of what they deem the false allegiance to liberal democracy. Once the freed value, the once freed of the values of free speech, violence becomes merely politics by other means. It's the very mindset that was once used against communists and Marxists in the fifties, folks. Going back though, so I want to skip down. For an academic to espouse such hateful, violent views is distressing. There are likely many conservatives among the student body at URI who Loomis would also declare fascists. Their lives would be equally, uh, you know, should be taken away and worthless. If you're a student who's a conservative, you are right. Loomis feels you are worthless and therefore justified violence against you. You do not have free speech. Should be killed. Terrible. How is this guy at URI? 
Professor Eric Loomis. Now, I'm going to make efforts to try to reach him. I doubt he'll do an interview with me, folks. Can you imagine what he thinks of uh, Juan here? But I will reach out to him. Maybe we'll do an interview with him. I'd like to draw attention to that individual. I'd like to put him on the spot. I'd like him to answer for this type of rhetoric, which is completely reprehensible and unacceptable. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Folks, how would you like to save money? I would like to help you save money. I would like to help you save money with Scott and Alex. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 401-353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Located... 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence at Scott and Alex. Call them. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. They'll help you save money on your auto insurance, on your home insurance, business insurance, life insurance. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Folks, call them for a free consultation. 401 353 9300. 401 353-9300. It's Scott and Alex. You can also look for them on Facebook. And their website is aemazika, M-A-Z-I-K-A, mazika.com, A-E, Mazika Insurance Services. 353-9300, 353-9300, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Call. Let them help you save money. It's John DePietro on this Thursday, and we're going to talk to my friend, uh, Lynn Miller coming up. Now, folks, as far as the presidential campaign, Bob Woodward's book, What It Is Really Done, it's very simple, but it's what it's really done is it has put the folk, focal point on the conversation back to the virus. For two weeks, With what was going on in both Rochester and also in Wisconsin, and obviously it's nonstop in Portland, but the focal points started to become on the mobs, law and order. Do you really want to allow the Biden administration to destroy large American cities, making it impossible? I mean, people are moving out of New York. And do you know the um, I was just saw the amount of people moving out of New York. I mean, it's actually frightening the amount of people, the number of empty apartments and vacancies in New York City right now. Folks, people don't want to live like that. They absolutely don't want to live in a situation like that. Where. Uh, You know, they're being asked with this mayor, Mayor de Blasio, where basically they are being asked to live amongst criminals. If given a choice, people don't want to have to live that way. And they're choosing not to. And the amount of people that are abandoning, and it's not just that, but especially the larger cities like New York, Chicago, are really being affected by it. The amount of people that are um, moving out of it. I'm also seeing, what's this? A man in a Punisher shirt hurls profanity-covered rocks at ABC Studios. What is that? The Upper West Side of Manhattan has just become an absolute war zone. It's terrible. Folks, and you can't, you know, those cities, the only way a place like New York City, Chicago, the only way these cities operate is you, you, you have to have law enforcement. You have to have a strong element of law enforcement. If you don't have if you don't have police in New York, when you see police in New York, there's a sigh of relief. Police on the streets of New York is what makes the residents feel safe. And if you're a visitor to New York City, it makes you feel safe. And <clears throat> people don't want to live that way. But what the, the Woodward book has done, and this is gonna go on for a while. And I also want to identify, I know some people have questioned, and I think it's a fair question, and that is, why exactly was President Trump even talking to him in the first place? Why was President Trump 
doing these interviews with um, Bob Woodward in the first place. Folks, it, it is, you know, I think the president feels so strongly by what he's doing and feels so strongly about he, he feels very confident in his ability, the people around him. And I think it led him to think that Bob Woodward, I think, is someone that he, he thought he could kind of win over. And because obviously you step back and is there anybody listening? I mean, I, even my thing would be there's just there's no way that he this was going to be a positive book. It just isn't. And I know the the president, president, I think, just thinks that he could win him over. And for there's even a report even gave him his um, his personal cell phone number and was doing interviews with him that his staff didn't know about. But then it blows up. Hey, listen, no one said the president was a politician. Bob Woodward had one goal. It's to be relevant, <clears throat> be adored by the rest of the media, that is not going to happen if Bob Woodward came out with a book that was in any way flattering to the president. wasn't going to happen. No way. No, the whole goal was a negative book. And even if you look at the way that some of the things that is saying, where the president was trying to say that we just, you know, I, I didn't want there to be panic. We didn't want people to start panicking. So, I mean, that's how anyone would behave in, in a situation like that. And that uh, what a leader has to do is have a strategy and try to avoid people from panicking. Now, that doesn't mean that you're misleading people. And it doesn't mean that you're not. You know, trying to do the right thing. It, you're, you're trying to maintain some sense of calm. Again, as far as the president winning Rhode Island, uh, if you go to the website, DePetro.com, I do have a story about it. By the way, DePetro.com brought to you by Coogan Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Go to the website, DePetro.com. You can click on R.E. Coogan Heating Incorporated. All right, we're going to talk to uh, Lynn Miller. She has been uh, just tremendous in trying to get number number one that bill conley in east providence is really on the ropes and conley you know that metacom agreed with fast facts and we're going to get an update with uh lynn miller who has just been terrific in leading the different people and the individuals as far as trying to uh rally people against that whole thing with metacom i i feel terrible for the many of the the people that if you're a member of metacom uh, golf course in East Providence. This beautiful course, a Donald Ross course, been around for so long. And then Fast Faxon comes along, and uh, he and his buddies look for a way to make a quick profit. And they tell the members of Metacomet, you know, the first mistake is whenever someone says you don't need a lawyer, that means you do need a lawyer. You don't need a lawyer. Listen, we're going to pump millions into this thing. I'm going to get it back on track. It's going to be better than ever. I'm going to bring the CVS tournament here. Doesn't put any money into it. Boom, six months later, tries to flip it for a $6 million profit. I mean, you want to talk about greed. And that Senator Conley, he jumped right on board with Fast Facts. And, but they didn't realize they were dealing with Lynn Miller. So, um, And what I also like about what Lynn Miller and the other people involved with her organization have done is that this is the ultimate of people saying, you know, you can't. You can't take on and you can't beat City Hall. Um, They're doing it right now. And that Marshall development, they are, in fact, uh, making it very clear that they're just they're not going to go away. They're not going to go away. So let me get uh, folks. Len Miller right now. It's one thirty. Good afternoon on this Thursday. It's John DePietro. Let me get my friend Lynn Miller on the phone and uh, we're going to talk to um Lynn right now. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain 272-3340. 272-3340 West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, joining us right now is our friend Lynn Miller who has been um, just instrumental. Lynn, good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello, Lynn Miller. How are you, John? 
I am very good. Now, Lynn, let's get an update. The latest we've heard, Senator Conley is behind in his primary to Cynthia Mendez. Has Conley, has he, uh, has he surrendered yet? Has he conceded the election as of yet? Absolutely not. He hasn't. All right. Well, no, but I did read an article that uh, some precincts in Pawtucket, which I suspect are his precincts, uh-oh. they've had issues with the ballot machines. What a surprise. Oh, is that a surprise or what? Isn't that convenient for Conley? <laughs> Coincidental. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I, I actually think it's funny because... Uh, it's a sign of desperation. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, he's, he's got the right for that, but Cynthia's going to, she's going to, um, she's not going to have any problem. Well, let's wait till the victory is declared. Let's not get too fast. you got to remember, he's dealing with, you know, these guys looking at this as keeping him in as the ultimate score. Marshall, as they've said, this is the big payday they've been waiting for. Fast Facts and his crew put it together. They just needed Conley to help push this thing through. The problem is they underestimated Lynn Miller and the people that have stepped up for Keep Metacomic Green. Oh, did they ever. Yeah. They asked for the fight. They got it. That's right. Now, Lynn, give everyone an update on where things stand with Metacomet. Keep Metacomet clean, uh, green. From what I understand, Fast Facts, and they, they don't know what hit them. I heard this now also infighting amongst their group of greed. Yes. They are apparently um, out of love now. Oh, boy. And apparently it's all about money. Yeah. You know, again, another surprise. Um, but as far as Marshall is concerned, we're waiting for... September 25th at the council meeting where they will vote for either the rezoning or deny them. So the 25th of September is going to be our day. Now, Lynn, if you don't mind, folks, and again, we're speaking to Lynn Miller, Keep Metacomet Clean. Lynn, just back up just for a moment, if you don't mind, and tell everyone how beautiful the property is and exactly what the organization Keep Metacomet Green, what you're looking to achieve. Well, property is it's pristine it's absolutely gorgeous what we are trying to do is to stop the complete development Marshall Properties wants to go in and just bulldoze everything um, a lot of history to that place it's a Don- Donald Ross golf course uh, it, it's you have to go see it to actually believe it. It's yep. absolutely gorgeous. It is. And but if Conley and Fast Faxon had their way, you know, Lynn, in the blink of an eye, if you hadn't stepped up, you know, they, they their dream was just to let's pave the whole thing over, make it an asphalt jungle, and then if it sits empty, who cares? We got our money. And then, I mean, you, you just, you'd never get it back if that happened. You know, John, here's a couple of things. Marshall has promised us um, some acres of land over there for public space, if you will. And they they offered to give us the cove. The cove is owned by the state, so they can't give us that anyway. They'll never own it. They've also said they were going to give us some property for walking paths that happen to go right through the buffer zone. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's just, and now, Lee and Marshall had some meetings with res- residents that are abutters, and she, you know, she's outright lied. Um, her, her sayings to them are, they aren't going anywhere. She isn't going anywhere. Well, yep. neither are we. Good. So they can buy the property and let it go, and we can take it by eminent domain. However they want to play it, John. That's right. We're not going anywhere. We live here. That's right. This is our home. Yep. And pretty much where we stand. Um, 
We're still fighting. We're going to fight harder than ever. Uh... And Lynn, what's interesting, folks, again, we're speaking with Lynn Miller. What's interesting is, you know, Conley, the greed of Conley, the state senator who had never had a challenger in his primary, who was telling people was a lock. Who is going to get a bonus from Fast Facts and a Marshall to push this thing through? He completely ignored the people and just went. I mean, this is the oldest story. Went with the greed of the developer. Thank God Cynthia Mendez stepped up. Everyone rallied against her. And step one, you know, I heard Fast Facts and they are very nervous about the project Conley getting knocked out of office. And they should be. That's right. They should be. Yep. But we, again, KMG, we're not going anywhere. Um, we're we're taking one day at a time. Right. Hopefully, we got over one big hurdle. Yes. And I think we did. Uh, we just we're going to stay the course. Good. Now, I also want, um, and people need to understand, and again, folks, at 137, good afternoon, it's John DePietro was speaking on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. We're speaking with the one and only Lynn Miller, who uh, organized the group uh, Keep Metacomet Green. Lynn, what's also so terrible is when you had the Metacomet members, and, you know, listen, the, the club, like a lot of other clubs, fallen behind at certain payments, needed to be rehabbed a little bit, need to make some changes. There were people that wanted to step in, but it was Brad Faxon and his group that swayed them and kind of told them everything they wanted to hear. He was going to get involved. He's, um, you know, they're going to improve it. They're going to pump millions into it. We're going to make this club the envy of all these other people. As a result of that, the Metacomet members they stopped communicating with other people, other people that wanted to step forward to truly help and save the club. They went all in on facts. And, and then, as you know, he owned it less than a year. He never put millions in. And then they try to immediately quick, quickly flip it to Marshall. And they're going to make a $6 million profit. And he, he's got his eye on a condo down in Florida that he wants to buy. I mean, it's just it's so egregious and I'll tell you, the, the members that met a comment, Lynn, Lynn Miller, they're still upset about this whole thing. And as they should be. Um, I, I personally believe they were swindled. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not the nicest word to use. No, it's true. I absolutely believe it. Yeah. Because um, we're also, they, they you're probably, against them. you're probably they hearing, just, hold on, you're probably they, hearing the same thing that I've heard that. A few members have said, follow the bouncing ball here, that when Facts and his group popped in, a couple of members checked with Senator Bill Conley, who yeah. said, oh, no, they're OK. They have the right intentions, never realizing he was already negotiating behind the scenes with Marshall and Fast Facts and the whole crew. So yeah, Con it's been going on. Those talks have been going on for a long time. It has. Conley it's was tainted with this whole thing. Marshall and Conley just walked right in three months ago. They're out of their minds. That's right. It's been going on for a while. You know, I've got, I've got a message that the mayor, Bob DeSilva, had a meeting with Marshall back in February. So... Don't tell me it just happened. Right. Because it didn't. Well, then the other you thing. Thought, you I, thought you were going to just slide in under the radar. That's right. Yep. And it didn't happen. Yeah. I also heard from. So they have that CVS tournament in at, yeah. at Rhode Island Country Club in Barrington where they bring in all the professional golfers and so forth. Yes. So when part of the what I heard, Brad Faxon, Fast Faxon and his crew, part of their pitch was they're going to bring the CVS tournament to Metacomet. So then the members there, they think like, oh, wow, this is going to be great. Now, I've heard some members at Rhode Island Country Club said to Faxon, you know, do we have something to worry about? Meaning you're going to leave leave us and bring it to your new place. And they said Faxon smiled and said, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, just trust us. So he had no intentions of bringing that back to Metacomet because Lynn, he knew the moment he convinced them to sell to him and his group fast facts and they were then boom in business and going to flip this over and treat the Metacomet owners like they were suckers. Absolutely. 
absolutely. Yep. Now, you know, it's just, it gets worse by the day. It does. But um, if they think they're, they're if, if they think we're stupid and we're just going to sit back and let it happen, that's not going to, that's not going to be. It's not. Um, there's a, hold on, there's an old, like. Lynn Miller, there's an old expression. I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. <laughs> it's, it's so the truth. Yep. Um, they, you know, whatever Faxon and his group did, they did it. Um, they left us in this position. Uh. And now, unfortunately, again, like I said, they've fallen out of love. Yep. They're fighting amongst themselves. I've heard and that. And that's okay. You deserve that. Right. Um, we do have others that are very, very interested oh, yeah. in putting in a bid um, as soon as Marshall takes off. Right. Uh, it, it's not going to stop, John. It's not. But it's I also, stop, but you should be glad I heard that at a recent meeting of Fast Facts and his partners, it was either Faxon, this is going back into July, Faxon or one of the greedy partners said out loud, who the hell is Lynn Miller? So, oh, really? Oh, yeah. So you should well, feel well, good about that. I haven't moved in yep. 20-some-odd years. That's if right. If you want to come over for our coffee, yep. they can buy it because they've got the money. Who is, you know who, and I wish I was there. I would have said, you know who Lynn Miller is? She's the one who single-handedly is going to stop you from going ahead with your project of greed with Conley. Because Conley's the first one to fall. Oh, that, you know what? He 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 made his bet. He did. He Too bad. to throw the people under the bus. Yep. For a buck. That's right. And uh, sorry, but that's not how it's going to work. No way. Nope. So he has no one to blame but himself. That's right. And if any of the Saxon group want to meet me, come on over. That's right. Well, Lynn, don't let them buy you out, though. Don't let them try to sway you. you Lynn Miller's not for sale. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't take anything from them. But no, they, no, 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 no. But give people no, an update. Um, Marshall, you know, they are not, it, they can't start. Um, where do things stand? Like, what's the next move with Marshall? Again, right now we're just waiting for September 25th for the meeting to see if they'll, if the council will allow them the rezone yep. um, or uh, deny it. And we're really kind of stuck right now yeah. because no one can move forward until they get whatever the council gives them. Right. And that's going to determine what the next move is. Yeah. Um, and again, they're saying they're not going anywhere. Well, again... We're not either. We That's live right. here. Yes. This is our home, and you're not taking it. And Lynn Conley losing power at the state house. He loses his ability to promise things to the the city council and the zoning people. He just he doesn't have the juice to make that stuff happen as much. So, well, him, that's too bad. That's isn't right. It? You know, John, we're, the people of East Providence. I don't know how anyone else is feeling. But we're all done with these games. Right. We're all done. You're not using us as pawns no. anymore. That's right. Yep. So, you know, you made a bad choice. Yep. And, and, and I think we made uh, a statement with the primary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and but, now Conley, you know, he's telling people, don't don't worry. We're going to win on mail ballots. We're going to win on mail. I, I, not so fast, Conley. Oh, you know what? She's, you know, Cynthia is miles ahead of him. That's right. So he better stop running now. Um, and Lynn, Cynthia's know, not going to let Cynthia's not going to let them push this through. If he's being used by Marshall, that's how do right. you feel about that, Bill? Yeah, that's right. You know, you're doing the same to us as they're doing to you. How about he so, would? Conley wasn't doing any door to door. All he was doing was mailing. Mailers. So he never came to your oh. door, Lynn? Is that true? Oh, no, well, he wouldn't come here anyway because we're not oh. in that district. Okay. But I'm just, but even even, even in his were, district. I don't think it would come here. Yeah, but I heard he, he was not doing any door-to-door. He just mailed out. So he thought this thing was in the bag until Cynthia. People were saying that, like, on a daily basis, they were getting a mailer. 
Wow. And uh, we must add backyard fires all over the place. Yep. Because people just, they weren't, mm. they just weren't hearing it. Yep. Um, we have one member of KMG that was complaining about the paper because he couldn't make an airplane. <laughs> and now... And now Fast Facts and all their campaign donations to Conley have gone up in smoke. That's too bad, John. Yep. That's too bad. You know, you want to play the game, play it. Don't don't use us. Don't think you're going to get us in a corner because it's not going to happen. No. We've got a lot of eyes open right now. Good. Well, you got the attention of Fast Facts, and that's for sure. Folks, she is Lynn Miller. Keep Metacomic Green. Lynn, great to talk to you. Keep up the good work. Congratulations on taking down Conley, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you very much. Have a good day. All right, folks, there it is, our friend Lynn Miller, right here on the John DePietro Show. Uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by, now speaking of, um, oh, there you go. Oh, hold on. Is, uh, is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. J. Perry Paving, folks, will always provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Residential, commercial, seal coating, patios, residential paved paving. They say on schedule, all projects exceed expectations. J. Perry Paving. They offer free estimates. Any project. View their work. It's beautiful. They have a great website, jperrypaving.com, jperrypaving.com. You can call them at 732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. Tremendous work. And residential asphalt driveway, you know, this is a good time. Invest in your home. J. Perry Paving, licensed, insured, contracting company, committed to meeting the client's needs. No matter how big or small the job, experienced, skilled team. Exceptional driveway asphalting. They specialize in laying brand new asphalt, pavement, removal, repair, resurfacing. Hey, call them for a quote. That's a great investment in your home. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, check out the benefits investing in uh, asphalt paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled and reused. J. Perry Paving. Online, jperrypaving.com or call them at 732-1730. 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Paving. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Uh, weekdays, remember, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Now, if you want to get in touch with me, if you'd like to send me an email, if you have a question for Governor Mundo, if you have something, maybe you have an event you want me to cover, go to the website, depetro.com, right at the top. You'll see where it says, contact John. And then, boom, you can contact me. It's right there, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of you-know-who. He tells it like it is, weekdays from 11 to 2. It just says contact. You can also go into the radio shop. Also, if you want to advertise or get in touch with me with the program. And right now, folks, the show is just flying right now. It's so exciting. Uh, begins and ends at the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Well, the... The um, well, folks, the the progressive agenda. It you know, don't look now, but they're winning a lot of these primaries, and the progressives need to be stopped in Rhode Island. They have to be. And and anyone who's running for office, in some ways, the progressives winning some of these Democrat primaries are good because it presents such a stark contrast. To the Republican who's in the race. You're talking about a group. Number one, they want to raise your taxes. Number two, they are in favor of open borders. They're in favor of the illegals getting free health care. They believe in redistribution of wealth. They want to defund the police. Folks, we can do who do you really want to move backwards that way? Now, if you missed it earlier, we did have an interview. We had as a guest on the program. The new education commissioner, 
Now, if you missed it, go to the website, petro.com. She is, I find her very inspiring. You see her at the press briefings with Governor Amundo. Um, I'm, I also just saw that in the um, in Massachusetts, Boston schools and teachers unions reach agreement on safety measures for school reopening. So the Boston Public Schools, Boston Teacher Union reached an agreement. Reopening schools includes random weekly testing on union members, checklist to verify key health safety measures going to be used to clear schools for reopening. So that is um, <clears throat> something to watch because that is not something that has happened, obviously. And folks, it's about money, just so we're clear. It's about money. Many, if your child is not back for in-person learning, a lot of this has to do with because they want money. Now, I am seeing this story, though. Boston Archdiocese schools are in session with a spike in students. Schools in the Boston Archdiocese have opened in-person learning. You know, they've gained 4,000 students since July. Now, I think that's a, a great thing. And I enjoyed my... Um, school experience with 12 years of Catholic school. There were seven DePetro children that attended St. Paul's School in Edgewood. And then myself and two of my brothers went to Bishop Hendricken, and then my four sisters all attended Bayview Academy. And one of the fallouts from the public school, and it's about money. It's about money. That's what it's about. And I think because they've been negotiating in private, they won't just come out and say that. But I've heard from a number of people, folks, it comes down to the teachers, teachers unions. They want hazard pay. They want extra money to go back in the classroom. And the Raimondo people won't give it to them. Because if you open up the floodgates, they don't stop. Doctors have gone back dealing with patients. They don't get extra pay. Nurses have gone back dealing with patients. They don't get extra pay. Police and fire. Everyone that has had to go back to work, they're doing it for what they normally get paid. But not the people who have been off all summer. Not the public school teachers. For that, they want extra pay. You know, it's kind of like in Jaws when Clint uh, Quint says, I'll catch him for five, the shark, but I'll kill him for ten. The teachers are saying, we'll, we'll go back, we'll do distance learning for what you're paying us. But if you want us to go in the classroom, we want extra money. It's the John DePietro Show. Folks, this other story is making a lot of news about the New Hampshire woman that voted topless. Hear about this? She told she couldn't wear an anti-Trump t-shirt at the polls. Woman in Exeter, New Hampshire, whipped off her shirt and voted topless. After she was told she couldn't cast her ballot while wearing a political T-shirt. I I don't know why that is, but the town moderator said the woman had a McCain hero Trump zero shirt on her. Showed up at the polls at the gymnasium Tuesday afternoon. Woman was told that type of T-shirt was not supposed to be worn inside the building. It's considered electioneering. Woman then questioned why another voter wearing an American flag T-shirt was allowed to vote. They said, well, the shirt supporting the American flag was fine, but a shirt featuring a political candidate was not. She'd have to remove the shirt, cover it up, or turn it inside out. Said she assumed she'd go to the ladies' room and come back. She chose a different way. Removed her hat, took her shirt off right there in the gym, and she wasn't wearing a bra. Didn't take her more than three seconds I didn't know she had nothing on underneath. Poll workers and voters who witnessed it were shocked. They all went, whoa. I was like, whatever. Just let her go vote. Woman put her shirt back on after she cast her ballot. Walked right by me. She walked out. Didn't say a word. Never experienced anything like that at the polling location. I've been working the polls for 30 years. I've never seen anything like it. Now, we don't know. Uh, now, this could become a trend, folks. Topless voting. But it was an anti-Trump shirt. How about the fact, the goal of her to say, well, I just saw someone vote with an American flag. Yeah, it's an American flag. There's a difference. There's a difference between the American flag and an anti-Trump measure uh, message. The figures, the person that says that can't figure out the difference between something like that. Folks, right now at 156... 
This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Good afternoon, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal, unmatched experience and expertise. Get in touch with Rhode Island's trusted disposal service today. Brothers Disposal. They'll they'll put a dumpster in your driveway. 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great Facebook page. It has the Laker colors, as I call them. Yellow and purple. Brothers Disposal. 688-0517. Now, if you're doing a small household construction project or a backyard project... And you need a dumpster. Nothing more beautiful than a dumpster in the driveway. Folks, and now how about on top of maybe you want to just clean out your house a little bit. Get rid of some unwanted belongings in your garage or your basement or your attic. Brothers Disposal. 401-688-0517. So you call them up. Dial them up. Brothers Disposal. Call Roland. Hello, is this Brothers Disposal? Yes, it is. How may I help you? Yes, I'd like to get a dumpster in my driveway. All right, sir, when would you uh, like to have that delivered? I was hoping you could deliver it on Friday and then pick it up on Monday. Yeah, we'd be happy to. We'll uh, drop it off in your driveway on Friday, and then we'll pick it up on Monday. All right, but I don't want you to come in my house. We're not going to come in your house. Give me your credit card right now over the phone, and we'll have it dropped off. So you'll drop it off on Friday and pick it up on Monday? That's exactly right. We'll drop it off on Friday. And pick it up on Monday with full. All right, but I'm going to put a lot of my junk in there. That's fine. That's why they call it a dumpster. Brothers Disposal. 688-0517. 688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today and get a dumpster in your driveway. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought by R&R Roofing. What? It's time for a new roof? Call R&R Roofing today. 401 823 1330. Richard Rossi. All work guaranteed. Free estimate. Over 40 years in business. Angie's List Award winner. 10 years in a row. Better Business Bureau gives them an A+. Now listen. I don't care what your kitchen looks like. I don't care what your family room looks like. None of it matters if you don't have the proper roof on the structure. R and R Roofing, all work guaranteed, free estimate, over 40 years in business, all types of shingles, flat roofs, 401-823-1330, 401-823-1330, fully insured, R&R Roofing. You can depend on Richard Rossi, R&R Roofing. I want to thank attorney Tim Dodd was our guest earlier, also Lynn Miller, Ken Block. We also spoke with, spoke with the education commissioner, uh, uh, Angelica and Fonte Green. It's Sean DePietro. Folks, stay dry on this Thursday. We're back tomorrow at 11. Now, remember, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, which is brought to you by Just Angels. Uh, but visit the website, and you can get in touch with me that way. Just Angels, gifts from the heart. Also, Mills Coffee. Click on that. Delicious coffee. Mills Coffee. All at depetro.com. And also, the incredible... You guessed it. It's Coogan Heating all right there at the website, which is, in fact, petro.com. All right, we're going to have the 2 o'clock news, and then stay tuned. The John Dion program is next. We're back tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Right now it's 2 o'clock.